2: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. twenty four seven, three hundred and sixty five 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's wrote itself.
1: Okay, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My apologies for not being here last week. I was in Turkey getting some dental work done and I look no different. So that's nice, isn't it? Uh, if I do say anything that's a bit weird, lads, or a bit off the cuff, it's because I'm absolutely smacked off my bonce on this new painkiller that I've not used before called Paramol. It comes in a black box, just like that caffeine shampoo. You know what I mean? Which make, which, which is reassuring. And it cost me 10 quid for 32 capsules and all. I can't take it for more than uh, more than three days because apparently it's addictive. So that's nice, isn't it? Give me a call on Tuesday and we'll see how we
0: are. Uh, Stevie, what have you been up to tonight, pal? You all right? Yeah, all well, good mate. Um just heavy day at work, standard stuff, standard fare. Looking forward to the um deconstruction of Lincoln.
3: Yeah,
1: that's gonna be fun, isn't it? What about you, Ash. I'm looking looking uh, looking rather rugged right now, pal.
3: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Cheers, lads. Yeah, I'll take that over compliments all day. Yeah, I'm all right, cheers, mate. Um yeah, you yeah, know, work, family, stuff. Sounds like sounds like a right line yeah, of nonsense. Yeah. Today. I'm, I'm I'm yeah, I'm just Mr. Boring. I'm as boring in real life as I am on this podcast, so
1: Tell you what, that, now Simon, your kids, your, your, yours and Ash's kids, are a bit older than Stevie's, and uh, and I don't know if you remember these days. I got a I got a text message today from one of my friends who's uh, who's got like a nine month old, and today they went to a soft play birthday party for someone's first birthday party, and I think I was sick in my mouth. Uh, yeah. Do you remember them days?
4: There, there is a, a lovely place at Ashwood now called Big Tops, which isn't too far away from ourselves in Dinnington and um, we went for a walk the other day, me and the missus, and saw a car heading that way, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and we both sort of danced down the street because we never have to go there ever again.
3: <laughs> well, well do you know uh, I don't know, sir. You, you're getting knocking on a bit. You'll be having grandkids soon.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, my son is the same age as yours, so oh, that yeah. competition... <laughs> Oh, we don't want that. Uh, you know,
1: you know, you lot all have kids, and uh, just just to piss you off a little bit, I uh, I had to leave the house today. So what I did, I stood up, put my coat on, and left the house.
0: What's what's that like?
1: Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Sort of you know I mean? Just walked straight up, like straight up. I went. <laughs> honest, I went. Wallet, keys, phone.
4: Left. Me, now I've got a teenager. I do exactly the same because he's either going one place or the other, he's yeah. either in bed or on his Xbox. So. That's a, it's a hell of a walk for the kids nowadays. But, this um, is
3: a, this is all very good, lads, like, but can we? this is not the fucking daddy podcast.
1: Well, I'll t- I tell you why I am procrastinating, Ashley, <laughs> is because uh, the, the wheels have well and truly fallen off. Now, Simon, uh, you know, Lincoln City should have been, you know, should have been an easy result for us, shouldn't it, given the form we're in?
4: Went into the, uh, I think the prediction last week was 2-0 from me, and they'd lost their last six. Um and I did expect us to win. And I thought oh after when Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever we played midweek, I thought we were gonna go in and and, and it'd be not an easy game, but we get three points, and we it wasn't an easy game, and we didn't get three points. And to be honest, I thought we got embarrassed.
1: Yeah, mm. uh, 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 Ash, would would you agree? Was that an embarrassing result for us? Did they play us off the park? I mean, come on, give give me some give me yeah. some game analysis.
3: Uh, I had a burger and it was shit. Sick. Um, <laughs> that's that was the highlight of the day. No, uh what, yeah. shit burger? Bit shit burger? Yeah, name, uh, of, name of your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shipberg one, two, three, four, five, and six. though Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I totally agree with Simon. I think um, I'm I'm sure. I, obviously, I don't speak for, for Sheffield Wednesday fans far far from it. But I would say probably I would give a good percentage. We're looking at this game, thinking we're on a good run. We had a good result on Tuesday night, um, and it. it no, it wouldn't have been. There is no. I know it's a cliche, and we get them all out. There's no easy games, but on paper, like you say, they lost the last six um, in a cracking runner form ourselves. I, yeah, I, I, I would have said it would have been two, two nil, three one to Wednesday. I, I would have gone with something like that. We've always got a goal um, conceded in us. Always, I think. Even now, I know we've had some good runs with with uh, clean sheets, but still. Still think that we're always going to concede, uh, but it just from the early goal after what was it four minutes or something like that. I mean, it just it was just just not not the same Sheffield Wednesday in the last uh, few weeks we've seen not at all, uh, and just a I can't I can't see how or why that happened. Mm. I, it wasn't like somebody had a, a bad game. Everybody had a bad game. I think for me, um, it was just a culmination of all eleven players that, for whatever reason, didn't turn up, didn't fancy it. I, I can't believe any of that, but um, it just it just didn't click for Darren Moore and uh, his merry men. <laughs>
1: I might I might call the episode that, mate. I was going to call it "Wheels Come Off," question mark. But now I think I might call it Darren Moore's Merry Men. Uh, now, Stevie, like looking at the lineup, I know I know you've caught up on it just just in the last few hours here. But like looking at the lineup, you've got your your trio that we've all watched lyrical about the last ten games in Byers, Luongo, and Bannon. You've got Johnson and uh, and Hunt on the on the wing bikes. You've got Story, Hutchinson, and Palmer at center bike. You know, the only the only thing we've really tinkered with is the upfront partnerships and strike forces in Canberra and Berahino and so and and this this week, you know, Darren went with Patterson and Berahino, a, a partnership that didn't play awfully. You know what I mean? And 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 Sido scored as well, obviously. But you know, I mean, it just
0: do you reckon it was an element of complacency in there or what? I. As we said, it was the the first game that I think since Ipswich away a that I've not managed to sit down and watch the full ninety-four. <clears throat> so I've caught up. I was actually out doing the E-Dale Trail, um, <laughs> and I managed to get the lineup. When you go out there, you get sort of varying sort of elements or, or levels of signal, Wi-Fi, and what have you, because you're right out in the middle of nowhere. Wi-Fi, uh, sorry, the the lineup pops up, and I've taken one look at it and gone. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That's a, that's as good as it gets, uh, really. No arguments. Mendes Lang potentially would, would push for a starting place in our best eleven. Uh, I think we spoke last week about the, the centre half situation, and given the, the the strikers, obviously Gregory comes in, but uh, and Windas. But with those two being out, sort of mid to long term at the moment, um, you're looking at it and thinking, Berino's coming and done all right. Patterson on a Rich vein of form. I was quite pleased that sort of five past two when I saw it. Um, and then you get to the next pub, you get off the train, you get to the next pub, and um, check the score at five past three, one nil down. Check WhatsApp group, we're going to ship by quarter past three. Then the equaliser gives you a sort of a, a faint sort False of dawn, yeah, a, a, a faint sort of here we go, we're, we're going to get something back. And as the afternoon went on, you kind of hope and think that it's we, you know, we might get something out of the game. I have watched um, bits and bats of it, um. The bits that I've seen, um, we looked tired. I thought the first goal was a, a, a massive sort of indicator of our tired look, but I also take the point that we probably did look a little bit complacent as well in terms of the things that we've done, switching off at the wrong moments, Think we're on uh, a bit of a run and maybe to an extent believing our own hype. And you know, when we we we've had Bannon going out last week and saying we're going to go the rest of the season unbeaten. Uh, we've sat here And talk, Yeah, we've sat here and talked about we can go on a run. You start looking at what the teams around us are doing. And, you know, this time last week, we were probably sitting there, I think me and Sai were on, and we're, we're sitting there thinking, without maybe not directly saying it, are we going to get second place? Are we going to catch Wigan? Um, mm-hmm. it, it, are we going to get there? I think if anything, if we can take any positives out of Saturday, um, that's done and dusted now. Uh, the, the the best we can hope for. I mean, we, we, we need to get our heads around the fact that we're not going to go up automatically. Um, that result has kind of put a pin in things. I think there's there's a bit of work to be done around looking into where we are in terms of the teams around us and who they've got to play and those teams that have got to play each other um, and the kind of running that the, 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 the teams that we've got to play and that might, might uh, sorry, the teams that are around us might have and where that's going to find us finishing up. But um, yeah, based on everything that I've heard, seen, um reviewed, it, it was an off day, um, Twitter went into absolute meltdown on Saturday night, um,
3: one it's to my, avoid. It's, it's my entertainment for the night, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sod so and deck and all that shit yeah. on Saturday night, Twitter's the way to go. So, Sunday, Sunday morning, I've had a look and I, I've,
0: I've given it one eye open and a, a very fuzzy head, uh, took 30 seconds with the phone and went, I'm not wearing this, I'll come back this afternoon sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a conversation with your girlfriend when you know she's got the mug on where you think to yourself, can I be asked pulling at this spread? But you do it, don't you? You go, what's up, babe? And you go, like, I wish I shouldn't have said, I shouldn't have said, oh, like, you know what I mean? And it's the same as logging into Twitter after we've lost. You're like, ah, oh, it's it, you know, the young kids call it doom scrolling, don't they? You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, I've just come here for some negativity. That's, that's, I've just come to fill my anti dopamine hole. You know what yeah, I
3: mean? That, now you know what my missus has to deal with with me. I'm just missing <laughs> negativity
1: 24 it. <laughs> 7. Yeah, she she wakes up and goes, oh, I'm in a good mood here. Ash, come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, I, you know... Okay, Simon, so... It, this is, for me, a really embarrassing result. I think it's disgusting. However, I, I, I wasn't on last week because I was getting my face sliced up. Um, You guys, on the last one I was on two podcasts ago, all of you, uh, I think it was... Sai, Stevie and Ben all predicted 2-0 and won 2-0 uh, we, we didn't we didn't make reference to that you all made a we, we've never had a clean sweet prediction across the board before I was listening back to it and went oh that's what it finished
3: so uh, anyway so go on Ash no no I was, just, I was good I was good I just I think I think yeah embarrassing I think I tweeted out an entire, that entire that embarrassing that, that's the tweet I think oh nice. was that you yeah yeah I think that was it Um uh, Maybe a couple of sherbets as well contributed <laughs> to that. But um, it, it was a result that we had earlier on in the season. Do you know when we went through that four or five games of... Chucking away leads. Chucking away leads, not playing particularly well, thinking Darren Moore still doesn't know his best 11, injuries, suspensions, all that. Uh, it, it was a throwback to that. It was a throwback to a few, it, fair it, few months ago. It was the
4: uh, Cambridge, Cheltenham, Wimbledon period. Yeah.
3: I think o- October what
4: time, weren't it? What, like um, we had a discussion last week and I, I Steve, we had varying opinions uh, and I said we'd underperformed at the start of the season and we'd had uh, slight issues partway through the season. What worried me about Saturday was we'd gone into that game and all of us were saying about, we were talking about Bannon being the great player, but all of us were talking about Byers and Luongo and that, that, that midfield triple. And what I seem to think that Lincoln had took onto that. Link, Lincoln looked at that, and they'd look, They they'd obviously done their manager done some research into how we'd been playing and and what where the engine room was. And the engine room was that midfield, and he nullified our midfield. And what worried me was that we didn't have a plan B to stop that nullification. We didn't have a way of changing. We we literally changed people on the pitch, but didn't change change the way we were playing. And, and Chris Maguire, remember Chris Maguire? You know, he, he is in their midfield. And you know what? He looked like a world-beater on Saturday. He had a right game. You know, yeah, and, and... and and um. You know what, Simon? He always
0: does. He's the kind of player... There were a couple yes. of... Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. It's, it's uh-huh. a he's always... Maguire will always turn up. When he played at Oxford, he'll turn up. When he plays at Sunderland, whenever he's playing against Sheffield Wednesday, he's the kind of player that will go, I'll, I'll bloody show them that, you know... Yes. Whether it be I didn't uh, fulfil my potential, or you were wrong to let me go, or whatever the circumstance situation was, he's that type of player. That's an absolute, as, as Dan would say, is an absolute shit house. Mm. Yeah, he's a shithouse game. You could yeah, see great that game and see that yeah. from his
3: hat trick against Sunderland, where he went yeah. in front of Johnson. Oh yeah. yeah, you could see that from any club that he's probably yeah. played for yes. before. Yes, if he performs in in front of them or for his his team with them is, is a shit out he'll he'll rub your nose in it but, but we it had no
4: we had no answer for the way they were closing us down in midfield and not allowing us to play and then when we changed the mid midfield I think we took buyers off and brought fizz on it just added nothing it, it didn't make any change whatsoever oh. to how we were playing now i don't know i mean d- did we need to look at dropping to a four four two you know put, putting more into midfield or or just changing the formation to how we were playing. I, I honestly think after when we got the equaliser, we, we were playing. Oh, we were playing poorly in the first half, but not that that bad. And then, I mean, if, if set aside, I mean, the goal was something of sheer class. It's just such a shame that the goal we did score was at the back of a three-one defeat. Because when you look at Marvin Johnson's run. And his cross and the finish from Berahino was just absolutely <laughs> exquisite. And and it's a shame because nobody's talks about that because we lost because three. Of shit. Yeah, I call them uh, I call them Jaden Sancho goals. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I don't think
1: Jaden Sancho has scored for Manchester United and they've gone on to win. win. He's just yeah. scored
4: useless goals. <laughs> and, when, and when we scored it, which wasn't far from half time. It was. It were quite upbeat in the stands. We were. We, we mm. thought. And, and honestly, I thought we'll come out in the second half and we'll. And then in the second half, we just came. And we were actually their second goal. I don't really remember much about the third goal, but their second goal, we were actually attacking, and they broke uh, and yeah. scored. Scored mm-hmm. down, down And and it was that every goal. I'd love to know the statistics on how many goals have been scored down our left wing. Because I think there's been quite a few scored down there, and I'm not putting a finger pointing a finger at any player whatsoever at all. But it just because all Uploads. because Steve, hundreds of different players have played in that position from August to now. So and we've we've conceded that down that wing many 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 times. Steve, Steve, he's at in Neymar fam. <laughs> he's at in him. What he says? Yeah. So so I'd, I, And then we just went to shit. And then by which point I think we'd all pretty much. Had, Where we were stood, sat, whatever the stand was, it was like an overgrown bus shelter in the corner. Yeah, what was that? That smoky shelter thing, what was that? Just crazy, I think that was supposed to be a posh end. Um, (laughs) You didn't have a very good perspective of the game because we were actually lower than the pitch, so it was really difficult to to be able to make out the... the, 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 the Silver linings,
3: Simon, silver linings. <laughs> yeah,
4: so, you gotta take every I, positive, I, haven't you? So, just like you were
1: saying, Sai, like, you know, we went 1 0 down and then we equalised. Were, were you ever concerned? Did you ever think, oh, no, no we'll be all oh, right? Like, oh, I, 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 I must we, admit, I, when we equalised, I did not see
4: that final score coming at no. all. No, no, no. I thought we'd win in the second half, I thought we'd come out. We use it. You know, the team that always scores before half time tends to be the team that goes out run, run, winners. I thought that that way performance in the first half was being a kick up the arse for the players, but we just didn't kick on. In fact, if anything, it spurred Lincoln on. Um, and and we 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 looked. I don't know. Hutch picked up a bit of an injury in the first half, and I, I'm not sure whether or not. <gasps> sort of Sorry, that was just played. me clutching
1: my pearls at Hutch picking up a bit of an injury.
4: Yeah, he was down for a while. And and I thought mm. I don't know. I just felt that there was no change. We weren't it wasn't working the way way we were playing. So why not try and change it up a bit? Rather than well, changing the personnel, change it up a bit. Well this is this is interesting. So uh, the last game Darren Moore
1: Ash changed the strikers at uh, half-time, both of them. And it worked. You know what I mean? The, uh, he took off, I think it was, what was it at the time? Canberra. Uh, Donny, you mean? Donny. Yeah, the Donny, uh, Donny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it, it the, so he took
3: off... cambari and Sal, was it? He took them both
1: off and put, uh, I want to say, Barahino... Patterson and Barahino. Yeah. And Patterson on. And then he started them this game.
4: Yes. And
1: that was a, that was a gamble that worked out well for him. You know what I mean? It, mm, it, it's yeah. like gone. hey, it worked for me last time. Let's do it. He's now done the same thing essentially in reverse or a similar thing in reverse. And we've offered nothing. going forward there I mean do you reckon that was just a a bit of a dice roll like oh fuck it let's just
3: yeah I think I think Simon was right about the midfield I think uh, if the midfield what we've seen when when them three have have been playing really well the strikers have had the, the chances and we've scored a few goals so I think if Lincoln obviously played it right and nullified our midfield didn't let us play to how we want to play and then the strikers aren't, aren't going to matter if you, who you have what fun does it? I, I don't think if the service is not there, they're not going to get the chances. Um, and for me, I can't. Nothing, nothing stood out apart from the goal. not no blatant chances stand out from now. I, haven't, I, I was there, no. but I haven't watched the highlights. But I can't. You know, from the Saturday game, I, I can't say. I remember a, a great opportunity or or a, a save from their keeper or anything like that that stood out. The, the goal, yes, fantastic. But like like you both said, uh, uh, Dan and as I said, you, you don't remember it really. Well, you will remember it, but it's a shame that it's come on the back of a a, a really real poor performance. My my issue or what I thought was. If you take that performance to as a one-off, then, yeah, we've had a bad day. Everyone has bad days. Bloody hell, look at my hair. But it, I just don't want it to be October, was it? I think it was October, where one result turned into another. Yeah. And then another. Yeah. And then, yes, we might get a win, but then there's another. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just want it to be a bad day at the office. That's it. Saturday, Um. I, so just just forget, you know, like they say, you forget about the last result and, and go. I just don't want us to get another bad performance and then a squeak a draw at home. You don't want this
1: to be Boxing Snowball. Day Stoke. <laughs> you know what I mean? You mean most- third at <laughs> Christmas? Third at yeah. Christmas Boxing yeah. Day Stoke. You don't, you don't want yeah, that to yeah. be
3: that result. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because. There's you know, usually and, and I'm I'm always one when I'm on here to, to pick fault with people and, and say how shit and stuff we are, but all 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 eleven, uh, there was I, it was it was just a bad day for everybody. There wasn't yes, Marvin Johnson had a cracking run, but it didn't really do anything else. Yeah, uh, yeah. All
0: On that run, yeah. he the ball away before he got the run. It was recycled yeah. straight back to him. He's
3: gone to clear
0: uh, a, a routine ball down the line or over the top or whatever. The things that we were, we've been sort of waxing lyrical about for the last month or so. Some say planned it though, there. Steve. Some
3: say planned it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, I, t- I tell
1: you what, Ash, so what you were saying there, that's actually really interesting because I was watching a game and I was sat there thinking, this is really woefully bad. Like, I, I can't, like you, said, I can't remember shots on goal. I can't remember clear-cut chances. I don't really recall them. So I went on, just before we recorded tonight, I went on to the, to the BBC website to have a look at the stats. We had one shot on goal, and we scored from it. We had one shot. They had eight. Do you know what I mean? They just beat us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and I'm, I, and I, looking at the players we had walk out on that pitch that day, that is straight-up embarrassing. You know what I mean? I, I, I would That, that for me, is more embarrassing than getting spanked 5-0 by Brentford at their gaff because they, well, they went up, they got promoted, they were a significantly better team. This is Lincoln-Bloody City. Do you know what I mean? It's like us walking away from Plymouth going, oh, we've been done 3-0, but Ryan Lowe's got on playing nice. It's Plymouth!
3: It's Plymouth Argyle. It's not, they weren't even in a good, good run of form. It's not like they put two or three results together, had they? Two or three years ago,
1: I watched that same club playing against Eastleigh FC. You know what I mean? In, in, a, in, a, in a pitch where they've borrowed the stand from a local rugby team. You know what I mean? Like it, what, what, <laughs> fair play to them, well done, but we still should be trouncing them especially given the form we're in, especially the players we've got, especially the size and history of club and all the rest of it, or whatever argument you want to put on. I think that that result is bloody dreadful. And I hope, I hope somebody gets an absolute arse spinning for it. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm mad about it. And do you, just, and, you know one. what? I'd show a lot more, uh, you know.
3: So who would you put that blame to then for that for Saturday? Darren Moore for not changing it up.
0: Oh. What, during the game or before the okay. game? Uh, oh no, Jory! Well, you
3: can't, you can't. It, the, like you said, Stevie, the, the 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 way he's set up and the players that he had to his, dis, his, his disposal was was the right call. I've got to, you've got to say okay. you can't. There was none of them players really um, that you would swap out.
4: You, you, Obviously, you
3: if Gregory was a couple of weeks further on, maybe or I offer, um, but but they weren't. We are where we are. Another lovely cliche. Uh, saying that, but um yeah it had to be in-game management in-game management from the manager how's that Dan is, that what, is that what you mean
1: that's my issue that's my issue because bear in mind just like Stevie said Chris Maguire turned up at that game knew what threat Barry Bannon was and absolutely disabled our entire midfield all three of them he absolutely mm-hmm. disabled them on his own and then as a result what did we do We still left three people in the middle of the park getting their their asses kicked by Chris Maguire, who's playing like a man possessed. So why not move somebody out? You know what I mean? Let him him handle two players instead of three, because he could clearly do it. Stick three up front, go a 4-3-3, 4-5-1, however you want to play it. You know what I mean? He did bugger all, apart from put, tech strikers off, put more
3: strikers on. What's that going to do? They're not getting the ball. You know what I mean? What are you doing? Bloody clown?
4: Has is
3: it, is is it? Has it been? Has he? Has he sorry, sorry, is there? A, uh, you, you lads, have got better memories than me, and I, and I'm I'm shit at remembering games and stuff. But has that? When was the last time that he? I know you said about Donny, so he took two strikes off, yeah. Put two on both, scored, cracking. We, we say, yeah. When's he actually changed the formation in, in mid game?
4: Well, I was thinking because the next when we had that run and it, and. It, um, that run that we had in uh, the October opt- run, October time, which actually, when you look at it, we didn't lose that many. It was all the draws, yeah, but from winning position. But, but it was, but it was um, draws that came from wins. So we obviously the three of us went to the Wimbledon game, didn't we? And, and, and he made changes battered in the them. game, and we battered them. And he made changes in the game, which in the end resulted in them equalising. Yeah. Then we went. Then we went to Cambridge, and this is the example I'm going to bring you. So we got Cambridge on Saturday. So I know you went to that, Steve, didn't you? You went to Cambridge because we saw you yeah. there, and Ethan and I, I went down. I went. And that water. that that formation from start to 60 minutes didn't work. It didn't work, and they were battering us. And then he changed it at 60 minutes, and we got they were we one 0 down, and we got a, we we grasped a, a one all draw, and that was down to a formation change. He changed the way we played because we did we looked in inept in that game up to about 67 minutes, but we did that. We looked in inept from 10 minutes and he should have changed it then. Yeah. an um, hour,
1: hour's too late. Do you know what 60 minutes is? Playing football manager and going, shit, I'm 2-0 down. That's what that is. I mean, half-time is, is what half-time's for. You come in, you have a tactical rethink. And if it's not been working for 60 minutes and it's not been working for 45, change it then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's the definition of madness? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And that's, that's what he's been doing. Um, I tell you what. Look, you know, I've uh, I've been having this conversation on Twitter. Let's let's move let's move on. I've been having this conversation on Twitter from a um, from a uh, an article that uh, or a tweet that Alex Miller popped out from the start. and um, and I am still unsure whether Darren Moore is the person who can get us out of this league. And I am still unsure. Like I say, I'm not polarized on it. I'm just unsure of whether the playoffs is good enough for a club the size of Sheffield Wednesday with the squad that we've got. I'm unsure.
0: I
4: we're think... all sat there going, I think we'll make playoffs. Fuck the fucking playoffs. <laughs> I, 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 mean? think, I think we're in a situation, and Steve alluded it to last week, that we started off with a, a really, really good team on paper. Um, and we did... I was looking at the run results that we, we had mm-hmm. up until Morecambe, where we were battering people. And then, of course... One of us, Ben, opened his mouth about us, you know, going through the entire season and not losing a game. Yeah, you know, that went well. Well, um, sorry Barry
1: Bannon. He said it last week. I <laughs> yeah. It,
4: well, I've got another, you know. Just, anyway, um, and then players started to get injured, and and then we've just gone through that rich spell of form again with not half with half the team missing, especially our strikers, our, our first choice strikers. But we've gone through a rich vein of form, so I, I think. There's a two. There's a two-handed side to this. I, I'm. I'm. I'm still think that Darren Moore isn't the right manager for Wednesday. I don't know who is. I think he has. I. I, I don't like some of his the game plan, the, the inability to change a game by changing his team. Um, is that down to the fact of what he's got on the bench? I don't know. But then also his hands have been tied because he hasn't had a fully fit team. Um, but then I worry about the fact is who would he play when he's got a fully fit team as well? But the,
1: Right. Okay. So that's, that's a really interesting point. And that's all I've had spouted at me at Twitter all day. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Hmm. And, and the only thing, you know, you, can't, you can only get so much across in 240 characters. Now, we're not the only club in any league across any no. football club across the world that's, that's suffered with injuries. Yes. Right. Yes. There's some of the injuries that we've had have been high profile ones. But again, we're not the only club that has high profile injuries. Right. And I would, argue, I would argue with anybody that we have got the most amount of depth in each position, with the exception of probably centre-back. All right, I'll give you that, because uh, we've grabbed with I Iorfer, Harley Dean, Che um, Dunkley, you know what I mean? All, all phone a sick note in. We've got more depth than anybody in that league. And when I look at Darren Moore, that we took out of him at 7th and 8th with Doncaster a year ago, he's in literally exactly the same position as what he was a year ago with a squad that I would argue with anybody is better than the one he had last season in the championship. Now, how are people still defending Darren Moore? And I know this is going to sound a bit Adrian Durham. Don't get me wrong. And I, and and, and you know what I'm doing and you know, I'm trying to invoke, invoke reaction and people swearing at their radios in their car. But on paper, on statistics, he's got a better team than what he did at Doncaster. He's got a better team than what he did at the back end of last season, and he's nowhere. Argue with that, Steve? Back, come on, back me up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, he's leaning forward. He's leaning forward. <laughs> um, I, I, we did touch on it last week, and I did, and I went on a bit of a rant about the fact that I thought it was. Harsh to say that we'd underachieved, and I, I I do stand by that. For all the points that you've argued around the injuries, and 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 I've dipped very briefly into the stuff that was on Twitter today, and I, I still I, I stand by it. Um, with 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 the players that we've had out, we are where we are. I think you've got to you've got to. It's beyond just Darren Moore. This this situation is beyond Darren Moore. We can talk about whether he's the right man or the wrong uh, the wrong person for the job we've had people that have gone in there that have fitted a specific profile since Carlos. And Carlos was... Um, we can talk about whether we thought Carlos was a one-trick pony. We can talk about whether or not Carlos had a plan B. We can talk about whether Carlos ran out of ideas. That's really
1: the- weird. I was literally writing that down then. I thought that Carlos's downfall at Sheffield Wednesday was the same as what Darren Moore's got here and there's yeah. no plan B.
0: And that was, that was, that, That's where the, the, the point that we're starting at. So we go to a point where we look at um, Yoss who, for me, and I, I'm just about old enough to remember Peter Eustace, who I thought was terrible um, as a manager. You know, you can go back and look at all the managers that Sheffield Wednesday have had um, since Howard Wilkinson when I first started watching the club. Um, he's the worst one we've ever had for me. And I wouldn't include Pulis because Pulis was here for, a, for a, the blink of an eye. None of us uh, went but... to Willsbury to
3: see him. I find that mental. We've had yeah. a manager yeah. at yeah. the club that none of us have seen live. Thanks, I didn't want to put no money into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it
0: was a different, you know, you, you, you look at the managers that we've had from a, a sort of a profile point of view. Carlos was what Carlos was, and at the time it was great. And he got us the closest that literally Ben has been in his lifetime to getting back into the premiership. He's given us the best years of of, of football at Sheffield Wednesday for the last 25 years. That's a fact you know, and he's, he's rightly revered. And if he ever came back to the to the club and walked out at halftime, I could want to be one of those people that would be absolutely tub-thumping and saying he, he, he was an absolute phenomenon for us for that sort of 18 months that we had him. It was great. Replaced him with us, crap. Monk was a different profile of manager. Um, tried, tried to change a philosophy. He, he was uh, Brendan Rogers like and ran out of ideas with the resources that he had. Um, We've replaced him with Pulis because we've decided we're going to spunk it all against a manager that never gets relegated, has got the experience of doing it in the Premier League. He's not the right manager for the job. So we go around the houses. We look at Steve Thompson for a period of time. He wins four or five games. All of a sudden, do we give him the job full-time? We lose a couple of games. Same with Bullen. We go, he's not the right manager for the job. We, as a fan base, are fickle as fuck. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. No, way. Sorry, there is no way on God's green earth we are having this conversation tonight if we don't lose 3-1 against Lincoln. That is a fact. Because last week, it was all rosy. The week before, it was great. While we're on a running streak, it's brilliant. Of course it is. That's football
3: fans, isn't it? Of course it is. Of course it
0: is. And that's why we love the club. And that's why we do this. And I do this to, you know, these conversations that we're having are great. And I know exactly what Dan's doing. And I know exactly why he's come to me first. Because I'm going to be the person that's going to go... Divide and you guys are going to sit somewhere in the middle. I know that, and I get it. For me, Darren Moore is the right person for the job. I take all the points that uh, that, that Darren's why, is, made. Why, is, why is he the right man? Why because is I, I because I think I honestly believe he's offered a stability to the club that we've not seen since Carlos. So I mean, if
3: that stability we, means we finish seventh. You have we haven't finished. No, the have, no, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, we it's can say that, but yeah.
0: And obviously, nobody... Listen, I'll be as frustrated as you three guys if we don't get into the playoffs. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be as frustrated as you are. Um, do I think we should have gone up? Yeah. Uh, based on what I've seen this season. But we go back. Me, you, Ash, Cy, and I think Ben. It was a Saturday afternoon at the end of the last season. I think, it was it the Derby game or the game before? We sat and had an hour and, hour and a half. It was a... It was a bloody epic podcast where we did a season review. We talked about it. We had some beers. The sun was out. It was bloody brick. one of the best podcasts we've done. And we sat there and we talked about season uh, previews. What, we, what do we want to see out of pre-season? What do we want to see going into next year? And we said, head and heart. We talked about, it, it, was, it was Dave. Dave was on with us. And we talked about where we're going to finish head and heart. We were talking about us finishing in exactly the point we are now. And this is you. You guys did that. Mm-hmm. I 100. percent I'm telling you now, and you can go back and listen. And listen. Still... Let me let me just
1: recap. Best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> I wasn't on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and you lads said this.
4: <laughs> you were probably having something done, Dan. Something. Yeah, was I was done. probably having some kind of
1: work done. All right. So Simon, listen. To, listen to Dan Fudge Yeah. Right. So Steve says. Oh. Steve says stability. Uh, there is there is a better mood around the club and all the rest of it. Now, you've you've referenced it a couple of times this evening. Now now, now you know why I'm coming to you. You see, and you thought I'd just chat bollocks on this, you see. No, 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 you, no, no. Now, no, now no. you've no, outed me. Trying. Now you've outed me as...
0: About. This is now why you've you outed me as focus. contrived.
1: That's why you sit in that seat. Right, so, Simon <laughs> here. You've referenced it a few times... I've even made a note of it. You've referenced it a few times tonight, the shite run we had in October. Yep. Now, Steve is 100% correct. If we were still on this one, we wouldn't be having this conversation. However, now we've just lost in a really embarrassing defeat where we've had our asses handed to us by an ex player and a team that were playing non-league football not two years ago. Mm. Right? And all of a sudden that now has shone a light on that piss poor performance that we had at the first start of the season. Has that not has that result not now made you think, shit, it's taken Darren Moore five months to work out who his first eleven is. It's taken him who's to, five months to work out who his good players were, what his formation was. It must have took it took him three or four months.
0: Do you know I what I actually, mean?
4: I actually think that he's been fortuitous at some points, is the fact that if Fiz hadn't been injured in that game, oh God, I can't remember who we're playing now, Wigan, anyway, uh, when, if Fiz hadn't got injured, then would Byers have come in the side? Buyers has been a revelation, in my opinion, since coming in. Uh, that was forced upon him. That wasn't a choice, that was forced upon him. Um yeah. I I, I, sorry Steve. Um
3: Yeah, because see we yeah, didn't
4: pick him, did he for ages? No, didn't pick him for ages. I've actually got that down for Ash and, as and, well. And you and know. <laughs> we, and I think all of us all of us did actually say prior to Fizz getting injured, is what is actually his role? What does he do? What is he what what is his role on the pitch. I'm not picking on Fizz at all, I'm not picking on him, but him picking on more. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm Look I, I don't I don't like I hate bad mouthing any managers we've had or got or whatever but but I thought at the Burton game the Burton game we should never concede those two goals right so we we come out what 5-2 but in the period of when we conceded those two goals we basically didn't show them any respect and we didn't play football and we just let them score the two goals effectively and 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 then and then we had we, we, we did, Steve. we we. was we, we, well a deflection, to be fair. We We should have... We, yeah, but deflection of a shot at goal. They shouldn't have even had a shot at goal. It, it it was a case of we should have destroyed them because we did in the second half. We never should have scored two goals. We carried that performance on into Saturday. And what's what's the worrying niggle at the back of my head here? I want Darren Moore to succeed. Because if Darren Moore succeeds, oh, I'm happy I mean. coming away from a football match. We get promoted. We go into next season, players come in because they want want to play for Sheffield Wednesday, we get promoted again. I don't want him not to succeed. However, I've got a nagging doubt at the back of my mind that he's not quite good enough. And the issues I've got is games like, and I'm going back to October again, I'm sorry, but games like where, and also when we got hammered towards the start of the season, Plymouth game, got absolutely hammered. When, when, you, when we, we, we need to see a reaction, we get to back to Hillsborough. I don't know, we lost for a nil-nil draw or whatever. You know, it, it was this... The, no Struggling to change formations when the formation we've got isn't working. And the, the struggle I've got now is that I look at the what we've got in front of us. And yes, correct. A week ago, I would have said, I can't see us... The only odd game I can see us playing is probably... Um, Milton Keynes and uh, Portsmouth at the end of the season. Now I look and I'm going, I haven't got a bloody clue what result we're going to get here. Because Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln lost six in a row They were just outside relegation. Absolute go. coupon buster, that one on exactly. Saturday. And, and and I know you shouldn't take every game for granted. You know, we shouldn't, but we're on a form of, we hadn't conceded, so we conceded, so... I mean, we've conceded what? Five goals um, in two games. Yeah, exactly. We've gone from not conceding to... Why? And it's the same side. So at what point, to to
0: ca- <clears throat> excuse me, to counter your argument, at what point does the the blame stop with the manager and start with the players? Because if you go back and watch this, and I've done it, you go back and watch the goals that we've conceded, we, we'd all sit here and say, Hutch, and we've done it tonight. Hutch, phenomenal. I agree. Hutch, one of the first names on the sheet, outstanding. Mm. Bannon, divisive, but very few people argue he's going to play week in, week out. You wax lyrical about Lawongo. I'll tell you now, you watch that first goal, go back and watch the first goal. Even if you're listening to this, go back, get on YouTube, watch the first goal. Sam Hutchinson doesn't look at the player he's marking. No, he doesn't. It no, doesn't, he doesn't happen. Doesn't. He's watching the ball, he's grabbing the man, the man loses him. If he does a proper ma- job of marking that player, we yeah. don't concede. But it's still nil after five minutes. Wait. On the third goal. Sorry, I'm back in teacher mode. Sorry. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> The third goal. Go to I, can, I can vaguely remember. <laughs> no hands up. No hands up on this podcast. <laughs> on the third goal, I, I can remember a tweet coming out, and it might have been Ash going, "Stevie, what do you think about Palmer now?" Sort of somebody somewhere. Forgive me if it wasn't you. Where we somewhere has gone? What, what are we saying about Palmer now? And I've gone. Well, I've not seen it because I'm out on the beer, but I've looked back and watched it. Palmer gets pelters for a man running off him. The man that ran off him ran off Luongo and Bannon first. Mm. Bannon and Luongo are marking a player or gone to mark a player. The players have gone that and Bannon and Luongo have done that. So we can sit here and go, it's Moore's fault. But at what point? That doesn't happen. The first goal doesn't happen. The misplaced passes don't happen. Yeah, he's got to change it up. But let's be right. We're talking about the players that we've got out. You look down the the, the subs bench. We've got a subs bench that we can beery. Um, Sal was Sal on the bench, Gregory coming on after being injured, and then a team of centre halves. We haven't got a midfield with no backup.
4: So shit. he's
0: basically he's working with one hand tied behind his back. He is, and we can we, you, you can go down it again and say is that his fault because of the recruitment? We we've talked about the depth that we've got in the squad. I don't think recruitment's an issue. I really no. don't. No. You you listen to his press conference. He's very aware of what happened on Saturday. I'm telling you, he's not come out and given any, the whole, we wanted to win the game and we're you know, we going to have an inquest and we're going to look at it and we're going to do this, that and the other. He's gone. Hands up. They were better than us. It, it were an off day. You look at the possession. We had 61% possession on, on Saturday. Yeah, we might have been shit. We dominated that game from a territorial point of view or a possession point of view. We had just as many shots as they were. It was just that the strikers were nowhere near.
3: can not do anything with it, could we? Right. Okay. It was. It was. Um, I, I haven't. I haven't had my real. Two I was going to
1: say. I'm going to come, to Ash. I'm going to come to you, Ash. All right, So we've conceded five goals in two games. Yeah. As Steven correctly says, uh, our signings have been great. Right. Uh, you know what I mean. On the whole, there are a few that you go, you know, like Shadipo. How- ch- ch- you know what I mean. You're like, what's that? Yeah. You know what I mean. So we've had good signings. Let me let me use my notes here. Um we've got really taking notes, by the way. I'm absolutely sat writing all this down, like literally, like because I am it. playing you all like an absolute fiddle right now, you know. <laughs> so, so right, so Steve Steve's here. Simon's probably here, you know what I mean? And um and something that Simon brought up here, Ash, as well. Yeah, if we do go up via the playoffs that I don't believe is good enough for us. What well, if we do go up? Is Darren Moore the bloke for the job for that league and all? Oh, go on, er, watch this now.
3: It's got to be him. What do you Wait, mean? But you can't. You can't. No. For, for what? So you the manager gets you promoted by. However, if if he's first, second, or playoffs, you're not just going to give him the ball. You're going to give him at least like four, three months, forty-five four minutes. <laughs> three months. Dave Jones. Uh, no, uh, Paul Sturrock. Three months. You are gonna give him a bit of time, aren't you? Because he has right, so recruitment, agree, recruitment. Yeah, I don't think from the, the sticky point we've been with money situation and all that, I think he's done a Is a, it him? In Stevie speak, he's done a B plus. Right. I, I don't know if they do that anymore, Steve. No, it's not, is it's on numbers. One, one to nines now. Is it, yeah. He's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> um and but then I would, I would have liked, and I would have liked. I know he brought a striker in there. Is it uh, John Jules? It was obviously injured after 15 minutes or whatever. Can't be helped for whatever reason. That's that's another podcast for about a six-hour one we can talk about there with injuries and what's going on. Um, he brought in Harley Dean once again. One game, five minutes. He lasted or something. He looked quite good, injured. But I think on the whole, from the handcuffs he's had for money and everything. Uh, yeah, I think he's done all right there. I think I think he's done, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm very much uh, got splinters on my ass with Darren Moore. Got to say, um, like I said, the last six game, five out of six games, brilliant. Yeah, he brought two two strikers on at half time, both scored a goal. He's a is a tactical genius, um, but. Like every manager, he's got his faults and there's bits that I don't like what he does or how he goes about it. But at the minute, we're eighth now after last night's cracking results for, for all concerned. Um But I do take your point, Dan, because <coughs> we're all massive Sheffield Wednesday fans and we, we want to be first, second. We want to be up there and anything... For the players we've got, if you, and I don't know if you'll agree, but probably, I don't know, five, six of the starting eleven are championship players. Yep. I believe that. Yep. I would say. Best um, squad in the league. Um, Hands down. Yeah, if you go, if you probably go man to man, and don't go, I ain't got a clue about all that, but if you probably go man to man on the 20, is it 4, 25 we can have, apart from a couple that you want pain washers, bent ones at that, that, yeah, it would, so if you take it on the, the actual team, yes, we should be top two, we should bet. we should be, if you've got the right manager and the right situation of only having one or two out injured, not seven, eight, nine, ten, um, so... I'm I'm on I'm on the fence. I am not, right, not So I'm not I'm not hashtag more out and I'm not hashtag more in. Ash is here. Ash, i's here, here. Wednesday promotion. That's me. Hashtag Chef okay, Wednesday promotion. Go on, Steve. Do,
1: are you gonna say something middle of the ass like, well, if we get promoted, what difference does it make if we go through playoffs or no no,
0: no no just just on Ash's point, you know, we're we're talking about the squad and it, or not, all our points be fair, we're talking about the squad that we've assembled. He's assembled that squad yeah okay. these players have come down to play for him yep. um, these, these are the players that we we've managed to get through the door um, and I know we talked about oh, yeah. du the and the the things that we've done <laughs> the things that we've done you know behind closed doors away from the playing field I think um it, it's important to recognize that we have we have made gains from where we were um eighteen months ago two years ago you know where we're we're getting our house in order where we need to get our house in order behind, away from the from uh, the, the football pitch. But we've we've signed a lot of players that have come in to play for Darren Moore and that squad that has been assembled that what? we say should be in the top two. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. I'm just saying that we need to appreciate and recognise that there are circumstances that have have meant we are where we are. And I think Darren Moore to to. In part, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he's the best manager we've ever had. What I am saying is we need to cut the guy some slack because he, he he's, he's working with various restraints, constraints and restrictions that, you know, nobody could have foreseen.
3: But why, why, do, why do, I don't know, because obviously, look at me, I've never played a game of football in my life. But why do players want to play for Darren Moore? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know I don't know I don't know that it's a question I'm just...
0: well, If you listen if you listen to the things that they say they will talk about the fact that they as certain players will come to a club and say I want to work for that person because he looks after me you know, he's, 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 people will play for people. And it's, you know, it's, it's the way it is. P- players play for managers. Players will, not, will will respond to a manager or a coach in a certain way. I've heard people, you know, don't put me on the spot and ask me to name names. But I know for a fact that there are people that come in there, give press conferences when they've signed and gone, I've, I've seen more at West Brom. I've seen him doing this. I've got experience of doing that and the other with him. And I know for a fact that he's the kind of person that will get the best out of me. That, for me speaks volumes to the, the the kind of person he is behind closed doors.
4: Let's come back to that. Go on, Simon. Well, that's I nail on the head there, because we I don't think Mendes Lang or Berrino would have come to Wednesday if it hadn't been for Darren Moore. And Berrino, I think we've we've slated him for quite a few months now, but I think actually we're starting to see the player that we were hoping to see a few months ago. Yeah, I'm but right to, right with Beraheen
1: Simon, I think he's using us to try and kick, restart his career. Mate, oh. mate, he, oh, can do that,
4: he can do that as long, mate. He can do that all day long, as far that, as that, I can. That's, that's where we are, aren't we? Where, yeah. Where is that? yeah, and, and, and that, think, that can and fuck think, off. That, that's, I, that Mendes, I find really embarrassing. And I think Mendes Lang is trying to do it, will be doing the same. He's using us as a stepping stone for probably a higher place championship or, or a premiership side. But, um, you know, I don't don't care about that. As long as they play well for us and, and get us promoted, that is the thing. In regards to Darren Moore, I don't want to see him get us sack. I'm not anti-Darren Moore. I don't sing more out of football matches. I have question marks about some amount of his tactical genius or not genius, as the case may be. But every manager has that issue. Every manager has that problem. I do worry about why players... And and you guys who've played football and probably Steve's know better than me because you I I only ever watch Wednesday I don't watch any other football I just watch Wednesday I'm not interested in watching Man United or whoever else I just go and follow Wednesday, but I don't get that when players just don't turn up, you know it, 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 to come out. I mean the thing is the rhetoric that was coming out of Wednesday on on I can't remember when did we play Burton was it Wednesday night it was Wednesday? Night. Yeah. Anyway, um. When we played them last week, the rhetoric coming out and everybody was like spaffing over Barry Bannon and this, that and the other. And then Barry came out with the, we'd like to, you know, win every game to the end of the season. You know, that's the kiss of death straight away, isn't it? Um, you know, everybody's going waxing lyrical about that game, which again, I don't think was one of the best games we've had, but there were well-finished goals and we've started changing the way we play outside the box. and 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 that is a... Hopefully that's down to Darren Moore, putting that into position and playing that sort of positions that we are playing and having shots from outside. I've seen us play better elsewhere in other games. But we went into that game with these huge expectations and sure enough players thinking, well, we can beat these. And they didn't turn up. And that is a worrying thing for me because that's when I can't look at the fixtures that we've got ahead of us and go, you know what? We're nailed on for playoffs because... The way teams are playing around us, we only have to lose or draw a couple and, and we're not going to make it, are we? Well, well, I,
3: I, I was going to say something then. I'm sorry. Um, what, why do you think that that happened then on Saturday? You know, like you would have a bad day off. His right. Day on, to, to,
1: here we go. Oh, this is it. Gosh, Simon stumbled it. on it. it there, Steve started it. Simon stumbled on it. And Ash has just double stamped it. Right. Are you ready? This, this is where I'm at, okay? Let's go back to your Sam Hutchinson example from the Lincoln City game about letting the man run past him, about Barry Bannon and Massimo Lawanga missing their men and not tracking back and all the rest of it, right? A good manager, based on what Steve said, a good manager gets players playing. And it's a, it's a mental thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a state of mind. You know what I mean? Steve, you and I have played football. We've played for managers that have turned us into snarling beasts before we've stepped foot and crossed that white line. Do you believe that Darren Moore and all his niceness and he's a lovely guy and all the rest of it has gone. Don't drop it. Make sure you snap somebody in half in the first five minutes, make him make sure you know him there. Because I can see Darren Moore stood there going, Well, um, obviously, you know, it's, it's gonna be a big game. Let's try and keep the let's try and keep the run going. And you're all good players and and obviously, I want to win the game. And come on, man, that's what it is. That's why. That's why I'm not completely. In the, I'm not in the more outcome because I, I don't feel that changing managers is, is good for anybody. Who, who are we, Watford? You know what I mean. But if I could change, if I can change one thing about him, I want the I want the vocal version of him talking to the players that is the same as the player that he used to be. Mm. Do you know? That's what I want. How
3: do you know know he's not been like that for them five, six games we have just won on the trot? Because
1: we've got a better squad and we've got better players and we've got Barry Bannon kicking the shit out of everybody. And he didn't... And Darren Moore did not believe that complacency would be a problem playing Lincoln City. And it was. It was massive. We had players phoning it in because he didn't turn them into snarling beasts. That's what I think the issue was. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, well, you know what Dan that's it, draw we a saw down. some of that against Burton when we can see those two goals we thought we were too good for them we thought we were too yeah. good for them we didn't have to try and we had to go shit and we
1: had to dig deep and we had to have the players to dig deep and come at us and go back again you know what I mean but that...
0: we did it and we, did... we did it we did, we did do it against Burton that two months ago we wanted to do yeah but why is it happening in the first place because
1: two months oh, back, in, back in October, we didn't know what our bloody formation and best team were. That, that's not, embarrassing to start with.
0: The 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 bottom line is it's happening because unfortunately we're playing we're playing <laughs> we're playing in League One yeah. because we can you know we, we the, the the bigger picture is why are we in League One? We're in League One beyond. I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's beyond Aaron Moore and what's happening on the pitch. Of course it is. Of course we're it, is. Back and of course it about is. What's happened off the pitch, which is yeah. why we
1: got... That's why we're in, we're in League 1, One, which is why we should be knocking on the door a lot further up the bloody line. We shouldn't be looking up. We are looking at the anuses of MK Dons and Oxford. Come on, man. We're, we're, where's our bloody dignity? We are Sheffield bloody Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? And we're looking at the anus getting shat on of MK bloody Dons who are taking players off us. That, that is genuinely personally offensive to me. Do I believe that that's Darren Moore's problem? 100% of course not. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely not. But I blame him for the first four months of mediocrity that we, broke, that we only actually broke into the playoffs for the first time for in months last month. Two, three weeks ago was the first time we actually broke in. And then all the results haven't got our, our way. And when I say all the results, MK, MK Dons and oxford haven't gone our way. Chuck Plymouth in the mix and all, and Bloody Wigan and Rotherham, we're looking up at them. Come on, listen, man.
0: Listen, this is this this
1: is the speech that they, <laughs> he should be giving those players before he steps on that pitch. He should be
4: going, we are Sheffield fucking Wednesday. Come at me, bro. And he in. You'd think with the characters we've got, especially like Hutch and Bannon, we'd have people in the dressing room who would actually... And are they going the other way? Are they going, well, we're Sheffield Wednesday, so... We don't that, have to do you know what? Are those players that, that you
1: just mentioned there, Sai are the ones that came back against Burton when we, when they drew it up to all. Those are the players that grabbed everybody on the pitch by the mm. scruff of their... Mm. It weren't Darren Moore bellowing and shouting at the side yeah. of the bloody... You know what I mean? Mm. Now I get it. You know, some people have different management styles and all the rest of it. I, complete, you know, I, I completely understand that. But we have got some fiery characters and we have got players playing a lot, a lot lower than their ability. And what they need is confidence in the man that's leading them. And if he's going... Well, obviously we've got Lincoln this week, and it's an important game. In fact, well, you know, every game now is a cup final, and uh, and if we all just go out and do our jobs, we're all going, okay, get in the bin,
2: get in the bin, and start kicking some
1: fucking cans at people's heads. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's can, what I want.
3: Can I just can I just interject? Sorry, I just I went. So, on on, I'm just going to take a totally different, like ninety degrees here. It's uh, right. So my, my, my lads come home today with some. Homework. I'm sorry, everyone listening, but this is it. Hello, hello. And it, it is about and just it's a famous speech research project. See, so I'm just going to clip that last three yeah, minutes. We we'll take uh, out the swear words. Take out the swear words, and I'm going to send it to Lewis <laughs> and go. Yeah, look at look at Dan. Look at Dan. Here, get that as your own work. Dan's <laughs> Diatribe of Sheffield Wednesday, twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, it's titled, Looking Up at the Anuses of People Below Us. <laughs> and there's the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anus, anus, anus looking. Right, okay, sorry about that. I got on a dire chart. But, that, you know, I, I, think, I think you're right, Steve. I think that that result on Saturday has brought that conversation further forward. And it should have been one we should have been having at the end of the season. But I, I must admit, I'm still embarrassed about losing to Lincoln Bloody City. You know just, what I mean. You're,
0: just, you're, 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 you're. When, it gets, when it gets to the end of the season, we finish seventh. I will not be on the podcast.
4: <laughs> well, uh, I again, hope we're going to replay podcast, this because <laughs> I hope we don't finish seventh. Because
3: right, okay, that, would, that, would that be a disaster then?
4: I think, you know, when... when oh, sorry. I, I don't remember... The, I, don't I, remember I, ain't the, inf- I ain't got
1: the
3: space on my pages
1: for
4: that. I, I don't like- remember the beer-infused Sun Out podcast, the best podcast ever, but I'm going... Steve's got a far better memory than me. Um, but at the end of the season, I agree. I think we would... Because I remember when we got relegated from the Championship when Turner was manager and we nearly got relegated out of the League One. You know, and, and, and it, it, to, to, yeah, probably just after getting relegated at at Derby, finishing just below the playoffs would have been great. But then the signings is made. I'm a great believer that the signings is made, which have come. Darren Moore has signed and signed a really good squad.
3: I wouldn't have thought, uh, from relegation, that quality we signed. I I personally didn't think we'd we'd attract that sort of calibre of of player. Honestly, I I didn't. Just because, ignorantly, I thought League One is... But that's the worry. That's
0: the worry, isn't it? The worry, yeah. the worry is now we get to the end of the season, we don't go up and they go. Because yeah. I I I think this and I, I do believe this. We've signed a lot of players that have come to play for us thinking we're gonna bounce straight back up. Straight back up. Yeah. The problem yeah. is the problem is if we don't go up, the worry is there are certain players that have either signed contracts for us. I also yeah. wind us, I'm looking at you. Are you gonna be here next year? There are yeah. players that sign short-term deals. Whether you Bannon's maligned, whether you, you believe that he's going to stay a long term or not, we can argue about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, the, the, the major one for me is Luongo. Yeah, bear in mind
1: being in League out, One as well is costing them be. five six grand a week each.
3: Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Know yeah.
1: What I mean. Like, you know, there's, there's a personal endeavour to... But listen, we
3: could there's do... A lot of contract, there? There's a lot I've of got to, contract in there.
1: There is. I've got to worry about time here, and we'll pick this up another time. We'll pick this up closer <laughs> to the end of the season or the next time we'll lose to an embarrassing <laughs> team. Like, you know what I mean? Next time we lose to Shrewsbury or something. So we've,
3: got coming Cambridge, up, Cambridge, Cambridge. we've got
1: Cambridge Com- on Coming Saturday. up, another team that it's we haven't beat yet this week. season. <laughs> yeah, is it? Coming up this time next week, another team that we've not beat this season is Cambridge. Simon, can I trouble you for a prediction?
4: Oh, crap. Um... I'd like to see a bounce back from Saturday.
3: You'd like to? I fucking I'd, demand it, Simon. Come mate, on.
4: I've demanded it after we got smashed at, at, at Plymouth and we didn't get one. You know, and Our bounce back seemed to come about five, six matches later when we go through yeah. several boring draws. Um, they weren't good, Cambridge, when we played them. We played the, the wrong formation and we eventually managed to grasp a, a draw out of a loss. I would hope that we're going to beat them. I'll go for 1-0. 1-0, Simon.
1: What about you, Smashed off Um,
3: I don't know. I, obviously, I know jack shit about Cambridge, uh, as in their form and their players. I know I went to the game away. Uh, same with Simon. It was awful. Um, You're just like one person serving at the bar. The queue was a, <laughs> horrendous, oh. man. It was stupid. It was like just one in, one out, serving with candles. I
1: love, I love that you've got an encyclopedic knowledge of the uh, of the catering facilities at a lot of League <laughs> One grounds this season. I but yeah, can you name the starting lineup and who scored?
3: What, uh, were the, what were
1: their balti pies like, though?
3: Top, uh, top banana. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the lads uh, that's the lads' dim domain. Balti pies not mine. Um, uh, I, I like I say I'm. I'm Ignorant to Cambridge, uh, I, uh, same same as like Sheffield Wednesday. I'm treating them with a bit of disdain. I don't know anything about them or, or anything. It's it's a. Uh, I would love I would love just a good performance, and if we have to sneak a, a win, that it it's a win after the shit show we've just had. I don't want it to snowball. I don't want it to be a draw, and then the next game be we've scraped a draw or we've lost or or. Because what is it, Gillingham? I think. Uh, no, Accrington at home. Accrington
4: yeah, at home. Uh, yeah.
3: So, so you're looking at Cambridge, Accrington, and Gillingham. And uh, sorry, like even Blinken, you'd have said twelve points minimum, uh, being bullish about it. And we've we've dropped three already. So, and all the teams around us. Ah, sorry, I know this is a Ash.
1: gives a prediction.
3: Oh. <laughs> One old draw. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, 2-0.
4: 2-0, Wendy. No
3: they're not going to be there either. So, Got it. All right, go on, Steve.
0: I think we bounce back. I, th- I do. I think, um, you know, we talked long about uh, Saturday. I think I think it was a blip. I know, I know we're not happy. I know it's divided opinions tonight and it's been a good chat. Um, I do think we bounce back. We're, we we turned, whatever you want to talk about the performances, uh, the Rotherham game aside, since Oxford, Hillsborough's been a bit of a fortress. I don't think teams will want to come here and play against us. I think the Saturday games we can get some, you know, we'll we'll get a decent setting. uh, Sorry, a decent turnout in terms of the fans that are going to be there. I I think it'll be a long afternoon for Cambridge. I think we'll be all right.
1: I'm going to go. Go on. What you What you saying? Score two, three, no. I'm going to go three-one because I think they'll score. But that that one entirely depends on whether I offer Gibson come back in into the defense, and we have. Three actual center backs playing, which is, which is for another day. We'll save, it for the, you know, we'll save it for the next podcast. But listen, that's an hour, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. And if you, um, if you want to weigh in on the Darren Moore conversation, get on Alex Miller's uh, or, or my Twitter account, because I'm taking pelters for it all day. Just trying to be pragmatic, but everybody wants to jump on it. I don't hate Darren Moore. I'm just not sure. You know what I mean, but everybody wants to have a goal, and every other team gets injuries. We do have the best squad in the league. Remember that, and we did We did have a ship runner form in October. He didn't know what his first eleven was. We have signed very well, Steve. You are correct. You know what I mean. There's a lot of factors to it. Get involved, weigh in on it, and uh, and we'll see you next week. Uh, hopefully, with three points in the bag.
2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. they are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosch! Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participate participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com for more information see you later
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered
1: by fans